Welcome to the More Than More podcast, education edition, where we help you build a better business. All right. Um, Kyle and I are here today um, to discuss something that we actually talked about in team meetings this week. Um, And we think it's something that we just need to all brush off our skills on or learn again or learn for the first time. Um, So we're talking about market absorption analysis today. So um, Kyle, give me a little bit um, of what is a market absorption analysis and we'll kind of start there and go from there. Yeah, I mean, knowing the market obviously is always important, but as the market has changed a little bit, probably even more important as we are going on listing appointments, talking to sellers about, you know, just the change in the market. So market absorption is looking at, you know, specific you know, whether it's an area or uh, a home or a price range and all three of those probably come into play. Yep. But seeing, uh, you know, how many homes you have on the market versus how many have sold and just seeing uh, uh, how long it would take to absorb your current inventory and so you all would be gone. Yeah. You know, an NAR talks about a six-month uh, supply of homes yes. is a balanced market. And yeah. it's been a long time since we've I had a six months of life. Yep, I haven't uh, seen those numbers. And, and we're not there yet. And we're not there yet. And no, I think that's important to know, no too. Means. That uh, f- still would, would tend to be a seller's market. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, so they, let's dig into that just a little bit more before we start this and the whys. Uh, yeah, so six months is considered an average steady healthy market. Um, I would say maybe some price points are starting to get closer get to that new construction we see it a yep. little bit and some new construction just because of when they put it on the market things mm-hmm. like that um but then seven to seven plus months they usually consider a buyer's market and below six is considered a seller's market so that's just kind of the the shift between those numbers and how the, that absorption rate works out so mm-hmm. all right so why why um why are we brushing this off now why is market absorption such an important conversation during your listing consultations with your sellers well, we went two years where we knew if we listed a home, it, it was going to sell. Yeah. And we we weren't worried about that. You yeah. know, so C21 sold is, a you know, something I've used for, for you know, uh, a long time now. Yeah. And it, it would run those rates for you. But a lot of times I didn't even go over them because there there wasn't a need. And so that was a, it was a two-step process with C21 sold. And I'd go over the, the first part, you know, and talk about the marketing and all that. But the second part was market absorption. And because the market was so good, I don't have to sit there and tell them, yeah. you know, hey, you know, here's, it's going to be gone and it's going to be gone a day. <laughs> Absorption rate was point, it, it's been it so small. Matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. Having that conversation yeah. didn't matter for the last two years right. because it was going to sell and it was going to sell quick and you don't need to talk through those numbers. Yeah. That's changing. Yeah. So like I said, I think the market's still really good, uh, good time to sell, but it is changing and people need to know. And so it's one thing to tell them. It's another thing to be able to show them what's going on so they can see, okay, yeah, it's not selling day one. Right. And there might be a little more time on the market. Right. So this is like what I consider um, lead with insight, right? So when Mm -hmm. we're coming to have conversations with sellers, um, we want to lead with insight. We're not just you know, we're not giving them a price. We're guiding them down a journey to kind of help help them self-realize where we do need to position in this market to be strategic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that does have to do with their motivations as well, right? Mm-hmm. So depending on how motivated they are, why they are making this move, why they need to sell, right? Could then, and then based on the insight and the data, helps them guide to a place of how do we need to strategically position your home to get this sold in the amount of time you need to get it sold. So, um, so yeah, it's guiding them down the path and we do need to use the data to show because of how much it's and how quickly really, um, in, in the scheme of things, how quickly it's shifted. Right. So I think that 
Sellers need to have this conversation for expectations. Numbers don't lie. And I, right. I always preach that. Numbers don't lie. Look, they will tell the story. Yes. So let's see uh, what story the numbers are telling. Yeah, let's do that. So let's run actually through this. Um, let's run through some of the key components of how to run this and how to maybe talk about it with your clients. Um, so your local market stats, kind of where do we start? We want to start a little bit uh, broader, a little bit bigger picture. You could even address, I've even done sometimes where I address national data because that's what they're hearing on the news, right? Yep. So sometimes I'll address that first and then start, you know, coming down to what's more and more local. So, um, but if we're using this local market stats, um, you're using the market absorption analysis that we have for you in Drive, um, we start with local market stats. Where do you recommend yeah, starting? So How I broad or not? Go back one one step to yeah. what you were talking about nationally. Yeah. So again, go back to C21 sold. That's where it starts. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what people hear, but yes. they also need to understand what's going on in California and what's going on, you know, West Coast, East Coast is not what's going on in Iowa. Yeah. Um, and so you'll see, I was at the Zillow conference a couple uh, weeks ago, and they talked about uh, appreciation, depreciation, all that stuff. And you can look in some markets where they are seeing depreciation. Yeah. But it's the markets that Utah, California, Idaho, where, the coasts and things like that. Yeah. Know, it's 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 a different market. So it's important to I think start Address the conversation it. there. Yeah. Like, listen, here here's what's going on nationally. Yeah. We know you hear that on the news. Right. But now let's let's hone in let's a little bit in. and uh, look at our local market. So for me, as I see local market stats, yeah. it might be, and it, again doesn't have to be. I think there's different ways to run it, but I yeah. might just say, hey, we're in Ankeny. Here's what's going on in Ankeny. Or yeah. you could be DMAR, right? I just take right. the DMAR stats, yeah. look at it. Here's what's going on in the Des Moines area. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think either way, or obviously you can zoom in even more. Yeah. But C21 sold is going to start nationally. Then it's going to start with your MLS and, yep. and go in there and look at, uh, you know, what's going on. Yeah. In that yeah. Area. So oftentimes I would pull out the even. So as a part of us, if we don't have C2 and sold, we're using this piece of paper with or the sheet mm -hmm. with us to guide the conversation. I will pull out our monthly market stats, right? Yep. So it's big picture, address the national, zoom into maybe all of Des Moines area or the Ankeny market or however mm -hmm. you want to look at that, then get a little more local. Depending on how you want to do, you could get a little bit smaller. We were, Kyle and I were just talking about, you could do potentially Ankeny ranches, right? Mm -hmm. So you could go like one step closer, one step further down the rung, mm -hmm. if you will, as you're getting more and more um, localized and more to their active competitors. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And so we're looking for in this first section too, what we're looking for in this piece of the story to tell sellers um, is trajectory, right? Like how, where are we at with things compared to where we were, right? So what's changing in how many units are sold? Is that up or down? Is um, average list price up or down? Is average days on market up or down? It tells the story of kind of where we're headed. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we talked about in team meetings this week, Kyle, and you're bringing up too, is that this is all run on a 12-month yep. timeline. Yep. That may not be the best picture right now. Yeah, if I was running this six months ago, doing a twelve month timeline, well, it did Probably tell a similar work. story. And right. Yeah, here's what's going on. Last twelve months, market's still kind of like that. It's been yeah. a great two years. But for me to go back twelve months right now, that's not probably all that accurate. Right. And so I, you just talked about uh, July when you know rates started to go down. Right. Or go up. up. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go down. No. Um, and so as rates started to go up. We're probably, for me, I'm probably more going to be focused, if I'm running one today, yeah. August, September, October. Right. Last 90 days, as those rates yeah. have trended up, yes. what has been going on? What has been shifting? And also, you know, this this is pulling solds. I think a, a better, um, you know, measurement, measurement right of now. it is acceptance date. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. Okay. So as I look at acceptance date, because if you're, you know, think in August, well, July, June, even before that for closings in August and September, well, they were on, 
when the rates were low, they right. were under contract. They were getting you know, contracts when, with lower rates. So I yeah. want to see as those rates have trended up, yeah. what is the market doing? So yeah. I may go, if I'm going to go 90 days, I'm actually going to look at acceptance date over okay. those 90 days, okay. pending and close probably both. And, and make sure you're staying in, in that okay, bubble, right? What's, what's been under contract the last 90 days? That's because good. here's where the market has shifted okay. and gives us a better picture of what's okay. going on. Okay. All right. Very good. So with our sellers, we're starting big, we're getting smaller and smaller. This next section, we're getting to their local competition, right? So mm-hmm. this is when we really want to hone in on their competitors. We're looking at what they're actively competing with right now. And I like how you said acceptance date in that pending and sold area, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And what we're trying to get to is how many are we actively competing with now? And then what is the absorption rate? How quickly, like you said earlier, is the market absorbing the current inventory, the current supply? Yep. Yep. Um, so what else, or how, I guess, how do you explain this section to clients? Like what's kind of the way that you explain absorption to clients? Like? Yeah, you, I think you, you kind of hit it there. But so if I'm, if I'm looking at a 90 day period, yeah. you know, and right now, so in this section, I may I, zoom in. So let's say I got yeah. a $300,000 house in Ankeny. Yes, I may be a little wide, maybe 250 to 350. Okay. Uh, looking, okay, what's going on in Ankeny, 250 to 350. And then I'm going to look how many homes are on the market. So let's yeah. say there's nine homes on the market right now, 250 to 350 in Ankeny. I don't know yeah. what number. I'm just making it up. Yeah. But if there's nine homes on the market, and then I look back and let's say that, you know, 18 homes have sold in the last three months. Right. Well, I know six are selling a month. I yep. got about a month and a half supply of homes yep. in that. So that tells me in one and a half months, if nothing new came on the market, yes, we would have no homes for sale in that price point. Yes. So that's where you get absorption rate. Yeah. And, you know, again, we go back to the number six is a balanced market. And in that number, that'd be well below it. Right. But it gives you a picture of, okay, today's inventory. I was uh, meeting with DR Horton the other day, and he ran it specifically for one month. And it was looking at October, October yeah. sales, all builders. And so as he had it on his board and yeah. he's looking, and so here's what's sold. Here's how many homes they have for sale. Here's their absorption rate. If things trended as they did in October. Right. Going and, forward. You know, and they were pretty numbers, but you're looking at October. a very small snapshot. A, a very small snapshot yeah. because October was a slower month as rates trended higher, yes. people slowed down. And so looking at that, you know, it looks bleak, but again, sometimes you got to be a just going 30 days. Yeah, it's probably we, a little We might have to see what happens small. in November or yeah. whatever yeah. to kind of give a better picture. Yeah. But those numbers didn't look great. Yeah. And that's where new construction, well, if I just look at that and all of a sudden I've got nine, 10, 12 months supply yeah. of, of homes on the market. That's definitely um, a place they have not been for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you can zoom in as much as that because we want to see what's going on. Well, October was Current. a really, really bad month in new construction. It uh, doesn't mean that's what it's going to continue to be. Right. Uh, but as, as someone maybe that's thinking about building homes, I might look at those 30 Absolutely. days and say, okay, talking to my builder, you know, here's what's going on maybe instead of building eight, we're only going to build four. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, but it's conversations to have and to know that data and yeah. to be able to present that to my client is important. It's good. It's good. Um, and the other, the other piece of this, so yeah, you can zoom in as much as you want to here. I get a thing. I think I get a little more detailed on mine than maybe what Kyle usually does for his numbers. Like I start looking at beds, bath, like they're true competitors. Mm-hmm. Either way is fine. As long as you have enough data points to support yep. how the math is running. Yep. Um, but what I do love about this one, this section as well, is that you also want to see what's been unsuccessful. So I think that'd be, um, you also want to look at what hasn't sold. That's great. Right. Yep. Um, so we don't, Mr. Missiller, we don't want to be these, these. Yep. So let's be strategic and not be these. Oh, and again, based on their motivation, right? Like what, what do they really need to accomplish here? Yep. But we don't want to be these, these ones didn't sell. You know, when, when things were slower, you know, part of my a listing presentation I used to have, there was 10 houses on it. 
And oh, so yeah. we, we were looking at a 90 day, you know, window and then how many of those 10 on average would sell yeah. and it might be seven, right? Yeah. And so when you're talking about pricing, it's like, Mr. Mr. Seller, do, do you want to be, be these seven? You want to be these seven or you want to be these three? three? Yeah. And so that dictates, you know, uh, where you, where you want to price it. Mm-hmm. And again, not a conversation we've had for a couple of years, yeah. but it's a conversation it's that's coming probably back. coming back. And, and that's normal. Like, yes. you know, I, that's don't get thing. scared about it. Yes. This is what normal real estate looks like and right. we need to be prepared for it and train ourselves for it. So that's a conversation. You mentioned team meeting the other day, same way. Like, okay, let's look at it. Yep. Mr. And Mrs. Seller, the, looking at absorption rate, looking at the next 90 days, what side of that line do you want to fall on? Absolutely. Uh, and I think a uh, good tool to have. It's a powerful picture, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, and, and again, based on their motivation, if you t- you told me, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, that you need to be have this household within yep. the next 90 days. So do we want to be this seven or do we want to be this three? Like yep. what, how do we strategically position? So yeah, my favorite thing about going down here then, again, it's the data for you. You're only going to go in and being much more insightful, leading with insight, giving them lots of information so that you can tell the story accurately to them. But then they're guiding, going along this journey with you because you have these data points. Um, so in the next 90 days, which side of this do we want to be on? You're projecting, um, and we don't have a magic, you know, crystal ball or anything, but you do have to project a little bit, mm-hmm. thinking about the seasonality of where you are. So if you're running this in March, what you project for coming on as new listings might be way different than what we're projecting now in the month of October, November, December, mm-hmm. in the next three months, yep. right? Yep. But yeah, that that picture, that visual of which side of this line do we want to be on is very, very strong. And then that also that market absorption um, helps you strategically position or helps them think through their options to strategically position. Um, if you use kind of this pricing guide yep. on, on below here. Um, so if we Kyle, what's the conversation? If you have a seller that their absorption rate is showing you that we are somewhere in that three to four month supply, how would you then have that conversation on recommending position? Yeah, it's kind of crazy too. Cause you look at this graph and three to four months price aggressive, aggressively with the market, right? Yeah. Well, we've never, Three to four months absorption rate. I don't remember last time we had three to four. <laughs> it was well, uh, well before COVID. Yeah, that we even had numbers like that. Yep. It was kind of coming out of eight, nine, and ten. Yep. You know where we saw numbers like that. So yep. I mean, it's been a it's a ten years probably since we've seen that. But right. So now as we we look through that and we see that you know this is a good picture here. Yeah. Uh, price with the market ten percent above market. Yep. That's the market we came out of, right? Yep. And now it's pr- priced aggressively with the market. Like that's yep. where we're at. Like yeah. I, I'm. For two years, I've said, "Hey, you know, if your home's two to two ten, well, you might price at two twenty because you might right. get it, and then you might get offers over that." Yeah. Well, now it's more being as, as I'm looking at yeah. solds. At, like I had this conversation in a, in a West Des Moines townhome last week, where we're looking, okay, you know, this one sold for two hundred, this one sold for one ninety, and but they sold over list price. Well, now we got to concentrate more on that list price than the sale price because yeah. we may not get over that number. Yeah. So I'm I'm almost fo- focusing more on a on a list price on those that have sold than an actual sale yeah. price. Yeah. So what this all this data then leads me to right like this is when we actually dig into those competitors. I think right. Mm-hmm. So based on all this information, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, our absorption rate is, let's say we're going with three mm-hmm. three months supply. You know, three month absorption rate price aggressively with the market. So now this is when, I mean, I know you use your computer and you literally look at the comps and flip through the style and condition of the competitors. I have it on a piece of paper and I lay the competition out on the table and I say, okay, let's dig in to our competitors. Mm -hmm. And based on these and what we have, let's compare style and condition and all of those Mm -hmm. things. Let's take all those things into consideration. But it says we need to price aggressively with the Mm -hmm. market. So where do we think we need to position ourselves to get you to where you need to go. Right. Um, So it's, it is again, self-discovery leading them on that journey um, and then helping them be super strategic. And not that again, 
I'm not ever really giving them a number in yep. that, in that, but what do you say? I guess that's a good question that came up in Ames yesterday. What do you say when they're like, well, what would you do? Where uh, would you price it? Yeah. And so again, <laughs> if that was, I, I tell people like, Hey, if it was my house, I would price it here. I think this is your window. Maybe it's 180 to 185 or 175 to 185, whatever. Uh, so Again, if it was 175, 185 six months ago, I'd say, well, be 185, maybe 190, yeah. right? But today, if it's 175, 185, I think you're still on that higher end because the maybe, but uh, you know, I'm not telling them 190. Definitely, so, yeah. you know, if it's 175, 185, well, it's my house, then hey, let's price it 185 first week. Let's see what the traction's like. Yep. But don't don't let it linger. Don't let it sit yes. around. Have a plan. Have a plan in place that, hey, let's uh, let's drop this, uh, get a new uh, price on it if it if it doesn't sell. So yeah, good. Um, so yeah, guys, I, we have tons of resources for this. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully this is helpful for everybody. There's some resources um, and videos on how to pull all this information um, in C21 resource. But I think my, my takeaway for everyone right now is just this is something I would recommend always running for clients yeah. for seller consultations right now. Um, and you have to practice. I mean, make sure like you're maybe trying to practice so you don't have to, you know, spit one out in five minutes and then you're not sure what, what yeah. the heck it says. And I think uh, for, for seller clients, but also when you think about, you know, doing video and monthly yeah, market great. updates, like this, this is, is the information, this is great info. And yes. this is people, your, your people should know this. Yes. And you know, maybe I'm not getting as detailed, on this sheet, oh, but gosh, yeah. that's a great, that's a great tool for you. If you want to do a video once a month and yeah. Hey, here's, here's your monthly market update yeah. using this kind of as a, you know, a little outline for yeah. you. Cause I think people need some reassurance right now from yeah. us. Right. Yeah. So again, we're going to lead with insight to our direct consumers that we're sitting across the table from, yep. but also to our consumers that we're just kind of um, marketing to in general. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for your time, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today. For more episodes, resources, and show notes, head to morethanmorepodcast.com.